Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the final hour of power here on this Wednesday night edition of Overtime. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Riding with you to 11 o'clock tonight before we dish the rock to the JR. Sport brief. Talking all things NFL in that 9 o'clock hour. I want to get back to the gridiron. Excuse me, back to the hardwood here for a second. Tomorrow night, the NBA draft. Plenty of storylines. Uh, across the National Basketball Association right now, especially considering the fact that the draft is tomorrow, and then about a week after that, it's the start of free agency. So I expect a lot of fireworks to happen between now and then. And right now, it's my job to help you sift through the rumors and figure out what's fact and what's fiction. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! We ain't even out in Turks, you finna take sand. Riding around with F and then we like to hold hands. Let's do it! Super producer Caitlin. Can you give us the story? Happy NBA Draft Eve, everybody. Let's start off the night talking about the Celtics and the Mavs. According to the Athletic, Celtics and Mavs have discussed Grant Williams, a sign and trade. Mavs will be content. So, for fact or fiction, I want to know if Mavs will be contenders in the West. Um, that's interesting. Now, obviously, Boston. Obviously, Boston was all in the news today acquiring Chris Tabbis Porzingis. And it kind of lends to the idea of Grant Williams not returning to the Celtics. But this is about the Dallas Mavericks and whether or not they're going to be a contender in the Western Conference next season. I don't think there is any path to them being a contender. So I'm going to call fiction on that, and here's why. Their roster just simply was not properly put together. Luka Doncic, ladies and gentlemen, is the best young star in the NBA right now, the most talented young star in the NBA right now. Yet, for whatever reason, Mark Cuban and company cannot surround him with the requisite talent to be a contender. Kyrie Irving was never going to be a good fit with Luka Doncic in Dallas. This offseason is going to be crucial because this time next year, we may be talking about whether or not Luka Doncic is trying to force his way out of Dallas. What have the Mavs done since acquiring Luka Doncic to prove to him that they're serious about being a contender? Going out and getting Kyrie Irving is not proving that you want to be a contender. I think that's fiction. According to NBA insider Mark Stein, the Clippers are gauging Paul George's trade value and are giving real consideration to the idea of disassembling the Kawhi Leonard Paul George tandem. Fact or fiction, the Clippers should hit the reset button this offseason and trade their two megastars. Yeah, it's interesting considering the move that L.A. made today, giving up the number 30 overall pick and acquiring Malcolm Brogdon. That seems like a team hell-bent 
on running it back. Newsflash, ladies and gentlemen, running it back for the Clippers is a terrible, terrible idea. And it's very evident as to why. At some point, if you are the powers that be within the Clippers organization, when are you going to look at yourselves in the mirror and say, you know what? The two stars we acquired, they can't stay healthy. So for that reason, I've got to blow this up. When do they have the, I'll call it the coming to Jesus moment in LA? When does that happen? Because you know what? Since Kawhi Leonard joined the Clippers in 2019, he has yet to play more than 58 regular season games. Paul George, since being acquired by the Clippers in 2019, has yet to eclipse 60 regular season games. If the Clippers are banking on Kawhi and Paul George being healthy this time around, you must be smoking something. At what point do you believe what the hell your star players are showing you? They aren't reliable. Point blank period. And I get frustrated talking about the Clippers because they're holding the best damn coach in basketball hostage talking about Ty Lue. He doesn't deserve this. He doesn't deserve this. Imagine being an NBA head coach and every time you go to play the biggest games of your seasons, your top two guys aren't there. I, I think it's fact. The LA Clippers should 100% be hitting the reset button on this roster. Warriors star Draymond Green opted out of his $27 million play option and is officially a free agent. Sources say Draymond and the Warriors have mutual interest in a return, but yesterday photos surfaced of Draymond on vacation in Italy with Lakers star LeBron James. Fact or fiction? Draymond Green will leave GS this offseason. Ooh. I, I, I don't know. I really don't. And this is supposed to be concrete, hard, spicy takes. I don't know on this one. Because I will say this. If you would asked me this question during the regular season when the Warriors were struggling and couldn't win games at home, I'd say, hell no, I'm not bringing back Draymond. He's not a part of this future. What does he bring to the table? Well, ever since... Nicole Jokic ran a rough shot over the rest of the Western Conference. I think the value of Draymond Green right now is higher than it's ever been. You need two formidable bigs in your front court to try to slow down Nicole Jokic. So the idea of Draymond and Anthony Davis playing next to each other, if I'm LeBron James, if I'm Darvin Ham, if I'm Rui Hachimura, I am salivating at the opportunity of pairing two of the best defensive forwards in the league together? It'd be a brilliant opportunity. The only thing is, I don't think it's necessarily possible for LA to acquire Draymond Green, and here's why. Unless he is willing to take the veterans minimum, which I don't think he's willing to do at this point in his career, the Lakers don't have any financial flexibility to bring on a free agent of a caliber of a Draymond Green. He is going to require... He opted out of his $27 million player option, right? So let's just use common sense. On the open market, I'm assuming teams are going to be offering four years, $100 million. That's $2 million less annually, but you get the extra three years of long-term security. If Draymond is looking to leave Golden State, I'm assuming that's the type of deal he'll seek. And the Lakers just simply can't offer that. Another team that I thought may have made a ton of sense for Draymond is the Memphis Grizzlies. They need an adult in the room. They could use more front court help. I don't know though. Draymond Green will leave Golden State. I'm, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call fiction on that. 
Because I think new GM Mike Dunleavy Jr. firsthand understands just how important Draymond Green is to the success of the Warriors. I think he's the straw that stirs the drink. He is their emotional leader. If you were asking me this question about Jordan Poole, I'd have a different answer, but I think it's fiction uh, when it comes to Draymond leaving Golden State. Wrapping it up for the night, ESPN's Adrian WOJ says the Trailblazers, as of this morning, have yet to receive a good enough trade offer for their number three overall pick, and they plan on drafting someone at three. Fact or fiction, Damian Lillard will finally request a trade out of Portland. Hmm. You know what, Caitlin? In radio, they say when you have a perfect segue, you should just jump into it. But I'm going to break all the rules of radio. I'm going to exp- I'm going to answer the question, and then we're going to get to it because we'll go into more detail about this in the next segment. Fact, fact, fact. I think this is the year that Dame finally moves on. Because if you're Damian Lillard. Realistically speaking, what path, what path do the Blazers have in improving the roster without getting rid of you? They don't have assets. Not good enough assets to acquire a star to the caliber of Dame's liking. Heck no. The Portland Trailblazers, this is the weirdest situation in all of pro sports. And Brad Beal here in D.C., who we know and love, He's constantly compared his situation, excuse me, constantly being compared to Damian Lillard's in Portland. But the difference is Damian Lillard's like four or five times better than Bradley Beal is. Just straight up. So if you're in Portland, you have the number three overall pick in tomorrow night's draft. Scoot Henderson, the can't miss point guard prospect from the G League Ignite, is expected to be sitting in your lap at number three overall. If I'm the Blazers, I'm looking to move on. If I'm Dame, I'm looking to move on. This is like one of those relationships, and my young people out there could probably speak to it. This is like one of those relationships out there in my demographic where the boyfriend cheats on the girlfriend, but the girlfriend forgives him, but they get back together, and now she accuses him of cheating every five seconds. This is what's happening right now in Portland. Both of those two sides understand it's probably time to break up, but they're so madly in love with each other that they're willing to go through the toxic portion of the relationship until someone quits. I I think Damian Lillard quits before the Blazers quit. That's going to do it, though, for NBA Fact or Fiction. I talked about segues a few moments ago. This is a perfect segue. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you why it's Dame time in Portland, and I'm not talking about that Dame time. Take a listen. Overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Riding with you till 11 o'clock tonight before we dish the rock to the JR Sport Brief. Talked about Damian Lillard uh, in the last segment, an NBA fact or fiction. And I want to continue the conversation on Damian Lillard. And, and, and here's why. Here's why. I personally am so sick and tired of everyone talking about what the Blazers and Damian Lillard are going to do. Enough. Enough. There is only one logical decision left to be made by the Portland Trail Blazers. For this franchise to allow Damian Lillard to hold them hostage the way that he has, 
over the past couple of seasons is a joke. It is a joke. And here's why it's a joke. The Portland Trailblazers have done a really nice job acquiring talent outside of Damian Lillard. They drafted Shaden Sharp in the lottery last year. Yusuf Nurkic is one of the better starting centers in basketball. Matisse Thiebel, one of the better two-way players in the league. Anthony Simons is a budding star at the guard spot. Jeremy Grant plays big-time minutes for them. They hold the number three overall pick, right? You're trying or thinking about moving Damian Lillard. You could probably get a King's ransom in exchange for Damian Lillard. And since you got the number three overall pick, the kid who's expected to be there at number three overall is a point guard in Scoot Henderson from the G League Ignite. So if you're the Blazers, how are you not doing everything in your power to try and package Damian Lillard anywhere? Send him anywhere. I don't care at this point. Send Damian Lillard somewhere where you can get assets back in return. We've heard that Portland has been talking to Miami about a potential deal, about trying to acquire Bam out of bio. Are you kidding? That this is what I don't want to get. I don't want to get. I said I don't want to get. This is what I don't get. This is what I don't understand. I don't undergeet it. Boom. If you're in Portland, do you really genuinely in your heart of hearts believe that Bam out of bio is the piece that's going to get you over the top in the West? Are they smoking? I, I don't understand anything that's going on with the Portland Trailblazers over the past two or three seasons. I just don't get it. I would have been moved off a damn dollar. 110% would have been got rid of him. His value, to me, I think is still sky high because of what we saw from him while he was healthy last year. He went crazy. Only played in 58 games. But gave you 32 points a game last year. He's a bucket still. There was that stretch of basketball during the month of February, where he was going absolutely bonkers. He averaged 38 and a half points in the month of February. He had performances of 38, 40, 39, 26, and 71 back to back to back to back. The kick is score. His value is at an all-time high. If you are the Blazers, why are you still pussyfooting around with this? Get rid of them. Acquire assets. Move on. The thing about these small market teams that I do genuinely appreciate and I feel bad for them, the reason I think they're so hell-bent on working things out with Dame is because they don't see another path to acquiring a star. No one wants to come to Portland to play play ball. Of course not. But the thing is, you have the number three overall pick, and if you trade Dame Dollar, you're going to get so many assets back. Oh, my gosh. We have breaking news. We have breaking news, Caitlin. Wow. Breaking news just coming in to 106.7, the fan. Wow. Huh. Porzingis in the big-time deal that the Celtics, Wizards, and Clippers were in on, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, the three-team deal between Boston, Washington, and L.A. has, quote-unquote, fallen apart. And the sides are moving on. This is according to ESPN's age. What? This is according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. 
The three-team talks on a Porzingis-Brogdon deal with the Celtics, Wizards, and Clippers have fallen apart, sources tell ESPN. Sides are moving on. Now, we got a little bit of details on this. Chris Stapps Porzingis has an hour and a half. Has an hour and a half to decide whether or not he wants to opt in to his $36.5 million player option. The quotes being used on SportsCenter are unresolved and in limbo. Talking about the decision and the whole process. Wow. What happened? This is this is nuts. I have no clue what happened. I Wow. It's got to be something about compensation, right? If a deal of this magnitude at the last minute, at the 11th hour, is going to fall through, it's got to be some sort of disagreement about compensation. I'm stunned. Woe's also mentioned that this is a complicated deal because there are three teams involved. Have to believe that these teams are haggling over conversation. Um, Caitlin, I'm going to shoot this shoot this uh, this audio over to you, and I want I want to give the listeners a chance to hear this. It's it's ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski giving us the latest on what's going on with the three team deal involving the Clippers, the Celtics, and the Washington Wizards. Now earlier today. We had it announced that the Celtics were working on a trade to acquire Chris Stapps Porzingis in a three-team deal that would have sent Malcolm Brogdon to the Clippers. The Clippers would have sent Marcus Morris, Amir Coffey, and the 30th pick to Washington. But according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, I mean, I'm stunned by this. Stunned by it. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, these talks have fallen apart. I am. It, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, this is that time of year where you expect the unexpected. It's crazy town right now in the NBA, people. Wow, we spent the first hour of this program, the first hour of this program, talking about the ramifications that this trade would have. And now we're in a situation where I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Here is ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski on SportsCenter about 20 minutes ago, giving us the latest on the would-be trade, I guess we can call it, huh? What more can you share with us about this three-team deal? Uh, Al, yeah, there's still more work and more conversation uh, to be had on that three-team deal, but... Uh, they have until midnight for Kristaps Porzingis uh, to meet his deadline on his $36 million option for next season. Either he opts in and then he goes to Boston potentially as part of that trade, or he could opt out, become a free agent. Uh, I'm also told Danilo Gallinari would be part of that deal from Boston to Washington. The important part for the Wizards, that 30th overall pick in tomorrow night's draft, that would give them picks at number eight and number 30, but still more work to do among those three teams uh, before they have an agreement on a deal that would potentially give the Clippers also, you know, a starting level veteran point guard in Malcolm Brogdon, uh, something they have really uh, been yearning for the last uh, couple of seasons. This is absolutely bonkers. TSPN's Adrian Wojnarowski giving us the latest on what the heck just happened. I, I can't believe, I can't believe it. Caitlin, I know you're trying to get my ear for something. Go ahead, I hear you. 
But this is this is insane. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll get to try to get to the bottom of this. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski saying that the Chris Stapps Porzingis deal, that three-team deal between the Celtics, Wizards, and Clippers, according to Woj, the deal no longer exists. We'll give you the latest next. Woo! It's overtime. Final half hour of overtime. Should be an eventful final half hour. Right here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Taking up to 11 o'clock, and hopefully I make it to the top of the 11 o'clock hour because I am in my bag right now. Are you bleeping kidding me? Is this really happening right now? Is this real? Are we here right now? Are we in studio? Is this even a radio program? Holy crap. So Linnell's lead line tonight. Top story here in our nation's capital, here locally in the sports world. Three-team deal between the Wizards, the Celtics, and the Clippers that would have sent Chris Stapps, Porzingis to Boston, would have sent the number 30 overall pick to the Clippers zone. That would have come to D.C. Malcolm Brogdon also would have been sent to L.A. And then Washington, player-wise, would have received Marcus Morris and Danilo Gallinari. Well, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, not so fast on this three-team trade front. you share with us about this three-team deal? Uh, Al, yeah, there's still more work and more conversation uh, to be had on that three-team deal, but uh, they have until midnight for Kristaps Porzingis uh, to meet his deadline on his $36 million option for next season. Either he opts in and then he goes to Boston potentially as part of that trade, or he could opt out become a free agent. Uh, I'm also told Danilo Gallinari would be part of that deal from Boston to Washington. The important part for the Wizards, that 30th overall pick in tomorrow night's draft, that would give them picks at number eight and number 30, but still more work to do among those three teams uh, before they have an agreement on a deal that would potentially give the Clippers also, you know, a starting level veteran point guard in Malcolm Brogdon, uh, something they have really uh, been yearning for the last uh, couple of seasons. TSPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, and he just tweeted 43 seconds ago. This is from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. It says, quote, the Wizards are still working on ways to get Chris Stapps, Porzingis to the Celtics in an opt-in and trade scenario, but it won't be a three-way with the Clippers, sources tell ESPN. Porzingis still has the ability to decline his $36 million player option and become a free agent. This is the ultimate, I I don't even know what to call it. It's a slap in the face. Let's let's, let's be real. I I can only really think of a couple scenarios as to why the hell this is happening right now, and none of them really make sense. Either... Porzingis is going to either opt in and stay with the team or he's going to opt out and become an unrestricted free agent. The Clippers not being a part of this deal, to me, really makes things horrible, and here's why. Getting the number 30 overall pick from L.A., to me, for the Wizards, that was the most important thing, is acquiring that pick. Because the Boston Celtics, ladies and gentlemen, don't have a first-round pick. So, this is uh, this is interesting, say the least. I am stunned, and it's so crazy because the holdup to this thing 
seems to be, it could be a couple of things, actually. Either Chris Stapps isn't willing to opt in and wants a bigger deal in free agency. Either the Wizards got a last-minute better deal and they don't want to work with them anymore. Or the Clippers are just like, nah, bro, I'm good. Because I never really got it, right? If you're from the Clippers standpoint, you're basically just acquiring Malcolm Brogdon for a first-round pick, which it's fine, I guess, but it just doesn't seem like smart team building moving forward. The LA Clippers have always been mentioned as a team to watch out for when it comes to the Chris Paul sweepstakes. So I'm interested to see. Maybe, maybe if you're Washington, the Clippers started getting buck wild on you and talking crazy over the phone and demanding more assets. Maybe if you're Washington, you said, you know what? The hell with the Clippers. I'm going to work out a sign and trade to get Chris Stapps in Boston. And then I'm going to go back to the negotiating table with the Clippers and I'm going to give them Chris Paul. And I'm going to get back the number 30 overall pick in an exchange of package of picks, excuse me. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying my best there, ladies and gentlemen, to try to sift through what's happening because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And the one thing that is continuing to loom over this situation is the fact that Chris Stapps has about an hour and 33 minutes before he's got to make his decision on whether or not um, he's going to be a free agent or not. This is coming from Mark Stein of ESPN. This is the latest. Concerns raised by the Clippers about Malcolm Brogdon's injury status, league sources say, led to the collapse of the three-team deal. Porzingis to Boston before midnight tonight. A direct Wizards-Celtics deal has not been ruled out. Okay. So that's an update from ESPN's Mark Stein. Wow. This is so hard to like keep up with and try to sift through all of it. The sides are working under a midnight deadline on Porzingis' $36 million player option. That's from Woj 53 seconds ago. I, I don't know. I don't know. This makes sense, though, what Mark Stein is tweeting. The Clippers saying, uh-uh, give me something more valuable. I don't want Malcolm Brogdon because of the shaky injury history. I, I just don't know, though, man. If you're the Wizards, this is the ultimate comeuppance for you. You're screwed right now. This is tough because getting back the number 30 pick is obviously tremendously valuable. That's the big fish in this trade for you if you're Washington. You didn't give a rat's you-know-what about Danilo Gallinari. They didn't care about Amir Coffey. Marcus Morris probably would have gotten traded as soon as he got here. The fact that that number 30 overall pick is no longer on the table, that is not good news. It's not good news. And now you got to wonder what's going on. This is basically what Chris Stapps having this opt-in scenario or opt-out scenario. It's almost like a no-trade clause for, for, for Porzingis. And here's why. Porzingis is only opting into that deal if Washington's going to send him where he wants to go. And that ultimately is going to lower the trade value of Chris Stapps Porzingis. This is a messy, messy situation. And right now, Chris Stapps Porzingis holds all of the cards. He is flexing his muscle right now. He is flexing his muscle right now. I, I don't know, man. This is uh, this is interesting, man. This is interesting. The, the news that, we're, that we got before the last break 
from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. I want to set up here real quick or reset things here real quick. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski about 10 minutes ago. Actually, Kayla, can we can we just play the audio again? Take a listen to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski explaining why the Chris Stapps to Boston three-team trade has all of a sudden fell through. Heard this about this three-team deal. Uh, Al, yeah, there's still more work and more conversation uh, to be had on that three-team deal, but uh, they have until midnight for Kristaps Porzingis uh, to meet his deadline on his $36 million option for next season. Either he opts in and then he goes to Boston potentially as part of that trade, or he could opt out, become a free agent. Uh, I'm also told Danilo Gallinari would be part of that deal from Boston to Washington. The important part for the Wizards, that 30th overall pick in tomorrow night's draft, that would give them picks at number eight and number 30, but still more work to do among those three teams uh, before they have an agreement on a deal that would potentially give the Clippers also, you know, a starting level veteran point guard in Malcolm Brogdon, uh, something they have really uh, been yearning for the last uh, couple of seasons. TSPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, man, trying to break down what the heck is going on with this three-team trade between the Wizards, the Clippers, uh, and the Boston Celtics. So according to according to Mark Stein, who is was a longtime ESPN reporter, now does his own thing and still has all of his sources, so he's a very trusted source. According to Mark Stein, the Clippers had major concerns about the injury history of Celtics guard Malcolm Brogdon, who would be the main piece that L.A. was taking back in this deal. So I I feel better about it knowing that information because what I thought at first, y'all, what I thought at first is that Chris Stapps Porzingis was like, nah, I don't want to go to Boston anymore. Send me somewhere else. Or nah, I don't want to opt in anymore. Because like I said, this player option that Porzingis has right now essentially is a no trade clause until midnight because see at midnight the Wizards can call his bluff and say do what the hell you want to do but up until midnight for the next hour and 18 minutes Michael Winger and company are on the phone as hard as you can imagine right now I, could, I would love to be a fly on the wall over at Cap One Arena right now it is probably lit over there they probably got bourbon flowing they probably talking trash that's how I envision these trades going down. I envision the GMs on the phone with each other talking a bunch of junk, telling the next dude, man, I'm not giving you Malcolm Brogdon. I don't want Malcolm Brogdon with his old, often injured self. I can only imagine how these conversations are going, man. But who would have thought, man, Malcolm Brogdon, a a wizard killer in more than one way. It is so insane what's going on right now. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how a reworked deal would go if you're Washington. And you still, if if KP decides to opt in and do this sign and trade and Washington is hell bent on getting him to Boston, from a salary standpoint, Washington would have to take back the piece that the Clippers said hell no to when Malcolm Brogdon, Danilo Gallinari, who's coming off an ACL tear, would probably have to be brought back. 
salary-wise, I don't salary-wise, I think that's the two dudes that it would take for Washington to match the salaries or for Boston to match the salaries. But what I'm frustrated with is the draft capital. It's the draft capital. This hypothetical trade I just found on Twitter, VR guy Kevin Foley has Malcolm Brogdon, Gallinari, the number 35 overall pick, and a lottery-protected first-round pick next year coming from Boston to Washington in exchange for Chris Dabbs Porzingis. Now, that would... that mm. <laughs> Caitlin, I'm thinking about it. That would actually be a better scenario for Washington. The Wizards may end up being on the, the better end of this thing, because if you're getting the number 35 pick and an additional lottery protected first next year, which you're going to see because the Celtics aren't going to be in the lottery next year, this is good. Man, I hope this is the ooh, I hope this is the deal. I hope this is the deal. But the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, this is all contingent on what Chris Stapps decides in the next hour and 15 minutes. We're on Chris Stapps Porzingis watch right now. We got 15 minutes left in the program. But for the next hour and 15 minutes, we got to sort through or figure out whether or not Chris Stapps is going to opt in or opt out. I, I, I can't believe we're at this point right now. I, I really can't. And you know what feels right right about now? This is a good time to just blame Tommy Shepard. This is Tommy Shepard's fault. If he would have never traded for Chris Stapps, we wouldn't be in this position in the first place. We'll re-rack the breaking news on the other side of this break. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, that three-team deal that was announced earlier that would have sent Chris Stapps to Boston and the number 30 pick from the Clippers would have came here to D.C., that trade is on life support. We'll let you hear from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. He's got the latest coming up next. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge, Wilmot Linnell Willingham. Taking you up to the 11 o'clock, top of the 11 o'clock hour. We've got about... Six minutes left to go in the program here tonight before we dish the rock uh, to the JR Sport Brief. Breaking news right now uh, in the NBA. The Washington Wizards, the Boston Celtics, and the LA Clippers earlier today uh, had agreed or were close to agreeing to terms on a mega three-team deal that would have sent Chris Stapps Porzingis to the Boston Celtics. It would have sent Celtics guard Malcolm Brogdon to the Clippers uh, and Washington would have received Danilo Gallinari, Marcus Morris, and the number 30 overall pick in tomorrow night's draft. And, Caitlin, if you got the audio already, Adrian Wojnarowski about 10, 15 minutes ago saying not so fast on the blockbuster three-team deal. Take a listen. What more can you share with us about this three-team deal? Uh, Al, yeah, there's still more work and more conversation uh, to be had on that three-team deal, but uh, they have until midnight for Kristaps Porzingis uh, to meet his deadline on his $36 million option for next season. Either he opts in and then he goes to Boston potentially as part of that trade, or he could opt out, become a free agent. Uh, I'm also told Danilo Gallinari would be part of that deal from Boston to Washington. The important part for the Wizards, that 30th overall pick in tomorrow night's draft, that would give them picks at number eight 
and number 30, but still more work to do among those three teams uh, before they have an agreement on a deal that would potentially give the Clippers also, you know, a starting level veteran point guard in Malcolm Brogdon, uh, something they have really uh, been yearning for the last uh, couple of seasons. And because of that, ladies and gentlemen, we are now on Chris Stapp's Porzingis watch. It's getting ready three seconds away from 10.52 Eastern time. So we now officially have an hour and eight minutes, does Chris Stapps, to make this decision on whether or not he wants to opt in to his $36 million player option. Something that I found and saw on Twitter via our friend Mark Stein, who's been all over this thing, is the Wizards and Celtics, you know, they now have an hour plus to work on this deal, but from the Wizards and Chris Stapp's standpoint, that deadline is not a hard deadline. The two sides could mutually agree to push that back. But I, I don't know if Chris Stapps is willing to do that in this situation unless he's going to end up in the situation he wants to. So a lot of moving parts here. Chris Stapps, though, guys, not the only player option that needs to be decided on. Chris Middleton of the Milwaukee Bucks has a $40 million player option that he's got about an hour and seven minutes to decide whether or not he wants to opt into. So a lot of moving parts right now in the association. Wizards fans, th- this is this is rough. This is rough. To me, I was so excited earlier because I knew the number 30 overall pick was coming back for Washington. Like I said, cap space is fine, but Washington needs as many draft picks as possible Because the more swings you have, the more likely you are to acquire a franchise-altering talent. And that's where the Wizards are right now. They are in the midst of a rebuild. They're going to be flush with cap space. They need to draft and find their next star. And not having the number 30 overall pick at your disposal, to me, makes the odds of finding your next star a hell of a lot lower. I'm not giving away state secrets here. Anyone who understands this and the way basketball works knows that, look, when drafting, this is not an exact science. It's an art form, right? You got to get lucky. It's hard to get lucky when you don't have as many bites at the apple, man. And I, I, this is a tough scenario. So if it, ends up, if it ends up staying the way it is and Washington is unable to get any type of draft compensation back for Chris Stapp's Porzingis, woof, that would be considered a major L. But I don't even think you could really consider it an L for a couple of reasons, right? Chris Stapps holds all the cards in this. I cannot hold Michael Winger and this new Wizards regime responsible for what's going on with Chris Stapps right now. I can't. He holds all of the power. And it's a crazy situation to be in. It really is. Your two stars, Chris Stapps and Brad Beal, seemingly finessing you. I don't even want to call it finessing on on behalf of Chris Stapps Porzingis, but man, I, I just did not anticipate things going this way. I just didn't. This is wow. Hey, Caitlin, uh, this is this stinks for us. Get off the wizards for a second. About an hour ago, right in front of our job, Caitlin. An Amazon delivery driver was carjacked right outside of our office, literally 30 minutes ago. So 
When we leave out of here, we're probably going to see heavy police presence outside of the station. Holy cow, this night just keeps getting wilder. Before we get out of here, I want to play the audio for you one more time. The big breaking news heading into our show tonight was that Chris Stapps Porzingis was going to be on his way to the Boston Celtics in a three-team deal involving the Clippers that would have sent Washington, Danilo Gallinari, Marcus Morris, and the number 30 overall pick. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, though, man, that deal no longer coming to fruition. What more can you share with us about this three-team deal? Uh, Al, yeah, there's still more work and more conversation uh, to be had on that three-team deal, but uh, they have until midnight for Kristaps Porzingis uh, to meet his deadline on his $36 million option for next season. Either he opts in and then he goes to Boston potentially as part of that trade, or he could opt out become a free agent. Uh, I'm also told Danilo Gallinari would be part of that deal from Boston to Washington. The important part for the Wizards, that 30th overall pick in tomorrow night's draft, that would give them picks at number eight and number 30, but still more work to do among those three teams uh, before they have an agreement on a deal that would potentially give the Clippers also, you know, a starting level veteran point guard in Malcolm Brogdon, uh, something they have really uh, been yearning for the last uh, couple of seasons. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.